This is Novel Marketing, the show for novelists who aren't necessarily fond of marketing, but still want to become best-selling authors. Episode 144. I'm James L. Rubart, but you can call me Jim. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you about how to build a killer website without spending a ton of money. We're going to give you the exact steps, how to do it yourself, and then tell you about the one component you should probably hire out. But before we dive in, Thomas, you just got back from Hawaii. You had the the overnight flight because of a cancellation where you got, what, one hour and 23 minutes of sleep? Yeah, I had about an hour of sleep. I didn't sleep on the first flight. It was an overnight flight. I didn't sleep at all. And then I slept a couple of winks on the next flight and I actually threw up. I was so exhausted. I wish I could sleep on planes and I just can't. Uh, but while I was in Hawaii, I was actually teaching on marketing to writers and we built websites using this process. So the students sat down in that week and actually in just a couple of days that we devoted to websites, we I, w- I took them through the process that we're about to teach you here. And they all had amazing websites that they were able to control themselves. So it's very exciting. And uh, I realize we haven't talked about websites in a long time and a lot has changed for the better. The industry has gotten a lot better. But uh, Jim, uh, your son graduated. How'd that go? Yeah, it, it it went extremely well. So can I, okay, I just got to brag on Micah just for a second. He graduated magna cum laude. So he was like, you know, three, nine something grade point average. And he, he was actually uh, one of the final candidates to speak at graduation. So, I mean, just one of those wow. moments. Yeah. So um, one of those moments where you're just so proud of your kid and you go, uh, you're so far beyond me. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not where I was back then, but where I am right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, just really proud of Mike. I had a great dinner with some close friends and we did some really cool toasts and uh, yeah. So Mike is now graduated and he's got a degree in marketing. I don't know why he would choose marketing. Um, <laughs> and and uh, uh, a business degree with an emphasis in marketing and data mining. So he's a real sharp kid and yeah, really proud of him. All right. So where did the idea for this episode come from? So this the idea for this episode actually came from a listener, Mary Hamilton, who told us about her marketing pet peeve. And some of you guys have gotten the email where you've sent in your marketing pet peeves to us. And this is Mary's. To quote her, she says, my biggest peeve is my website. I'm not techy enough to understand how to fix any issues with it. And I do not want to take the time it takes to learn. I hate that. Except for my blog, I'd rather just set it and leave it. Love your podcasts. They've helped me a bunch. So glad about that, Mary. But again, you bring up a really good question. Getting a compelling website has been the Achilles heel for a great many authors. And you know you have to have a captivating website for agents, editors, and ultimately readers. But how do you do that without spending thousands and thousands of dollars or spending hundreds of hundreds of hours learning graphic design and coding and all this back-end stuff yourself. So Thomas, you're the one that developed this talk. So I'm going to hand it over to you. And I think you guys are really going to benefit from the next few minutes. Yeah. So the temptation is to go, if you're trying to build something quick and easy to go with a website service like Weebly or Squarespace. And those or are- Wix. In de- Wix is another Wix. one. Yeah. Uh, those are- um, really tempting and they spend a lot of money on advertising. <laughs> so you've probably seen Wix ads and Squarespace ads all over YouTube. Uh, and if you go to Wix.com, you will never see any other ad than a Wix ad. <laughs> uh, 
um, on YouTube for at least for the next 30 days. And uh, so the temptation is to go with those. And, and those can work, especially if you're just getting started. The downside is, is that they're kind of expensive. So what we're about to teach you is actually cheaper. And the other downside is that they're very limited. So they can do what they do. Uh, and so if you're just building out a brochure, they're okay for that. Uh, but they're very limited. And people tend to get more and more unhappy with those sites the longer they have them. And there is a hierarchy. So Wix and Squarespace are much better than Weebly. Weebly is just the worst. And it actually has net loss of users every month. So more people leave Weebly than start using it. Um, Wix and Squarespace have small growth, uh, but they're still a very small community. Uh, So they both have about half a million users, which isn't very big in terms of internet terms. So if you're needing help, it's harder to get help from authors around you. You typically have to go to the company themselves uh, to get help. It's harder to Google your answers uh, when the community is so small. So I recommend and have always recommended WordPress. And there's been this huge development with WordPress in the last um, few years where WordPress is now as easy to use as Weebly and Wix and Squarespace. It has the same kind of uh, editor and it's using something called the page builder and the one that I recommend and the one that I that we use actually for novel marketing if you want to see it in action uh, novelmarketing.com is a uh, using this service and it's called Divi and it's a theme framework from elegant themes and it allows you to drag and drop make changes to your website the design of it so WordPress has always been very good at changing the content if you want to change the text it's it's very easy to do that. But if you're trying to change the look of it, which a lot of authors really want to change the colors and the layouts of where things are, and the, the design is harder to change. Typically, you have to change your theme. Now you just drag and drop like you would on a, a Squarespace site or on a Wix site, uh, which is really cool. And um, the other thing that's really nice about Divi is that they have pre-made layouts for authors ready to go. So just with one click, you have an author website built with some other author's book and some other author's photo. You swap out the book and the photo and you can have a website uh, that same day, which is what we were doing in my class, actually. So they all installed Divi and they click the button and they, uh, at least for some of them, uh, decided to uh, go with the pre-made author theme. Others started from scratch. It's a really easy place uh, to get started. And then the other cool thing about Divi that I really like is that it comes with a couple of premium plugins. One that makes it really easy to share like blog content on social media. So it's a share on Facebook button and a share on Twitter button that's really high quality. And then another one called Bloom, which is really good for helping you grow your email list. It's got, uh, it's a very powerful kind of pop-up tool. And it comes with really good support if you have any questions. So we have a link uh, for Divi if, if you're curious and checking it out. Um, it's a one-time fee. So, uh, well, there's two ways to buy it. You can pay, I think, $75 or $85 a year. I think it's 80 I think it's $80 um, a year. You can pay it that way. So if some of you are saying, you know what? This sounds like I might want to try it out. You can do it that way before you spend um, for the lifetime membership. But if you're thinking, hey, this might be the way to go for me. I I am almost comfortable with tech, but not totally comfortable. And I will say personally, um, like Taylor with the Rubart Writing Academy, my son, our, our website, Taylor's got the whole back end thing because he understands the coding and all that. I don't. And this is the kind of thing I'm really attracted to. And I'm actually going to start playing with this for my own website. So I guess I want to say, Thomas, you get this stuff. You understand the back end, the tech, all that. I don't. What I understand is the branding and the content and the writing and all that, the images. And I've just never had 
an opportunity up until this point to do that. And that's why I'm so excited for you guys, for myself and for you guys to check this out. Yeah. And the lifetime uh, version is 249. So if you just want to pay the, and our whole pitch of how to build a website for $423 and 20 cents, uh, more than half of that is for Divi. So that's the big chunk, 249 for Divi. And that gives you lifetime access to Divi. It also gives you lifetime access to Monarch and lifetime access to Bloom. So you get the, the whole package. Uh, it's, it's really solid. I really like it. Uh, so when you build a website, you need more than just the theme. You also need a computer on the internet for your website to live. This is called hosting, and it's something you have to pay for. So the ones that provide it for free are putting their ads on your website, which are often really sleazy ads because the kind of um, advertisers that are advertising on free websites are not the um, BMWs of the world. <laughs> They're uh, <laughs> the kind of bottom feeders of the internet. Uh, so I, I don't recommend free hosting as a general rule. Uh, the, a great one to get started is Bluehost hosting. Uh, they have hosting. It's, uh, if you buy it for three years at a time, I think it's like $2.50 a month equivalent. So you get three years for $106.20. So that's our next big chunk <laughs> of our $4.23. Uh, Bluehost is very WordPress friendly. Uh, when I was going through my class in Hawaii, some of the students were signing up for Bluehost uh, right there. And it was taking them like 15 or 20 minutes uh, tops and they had a WordPress site. And I was like, oh my gosh, you kids these days have it so easy. Back when I was a kid, when we wanted to build a WordPress, my first time I built a WordPress website, I had to set up the MySQL database myself. Now you can have a WordPress website and not even know what a MySQL database is. Man, we had to walk, we had to walk uphill both ways and compile our DNS binaries by hand and it built character. That gummit, you kids have no appreciation anyway. Well, you built that. Do you, I think you built that first website. Didn't you build that out of lumber, Thomas? Wasn't that yeah, a we chiseled? We chiseled. <laughs> our websites by hand and stone tablets. Anyway, um, so you don't have to do any of that with Bluehost. It's very easy. Um, if, if you're like a hardcore blogger and you're getting hundreds of thousands of visits, Bluehost isn't great. We have a whole episode that we did. We talk about the advantages and disadvantages of different hosting. But for a typical author, especially novelists, their websites are not high traffic. And a Bluehost is really all you need. And getting something like a WP Engine really is overkill. Uh, and there's no reason to buy a bus when all you need is a sedan. Um, so uh, I like Bluehost for that reason. It's very WordPress friendly. If you have questions with WordPress, you can talk to Bluehost. You can also talk to Divi. Uh, both of those uh, folks can talk to you. And um, it can also scale to a certain degree. Uh, so when when you become super fan, especially for nonfiction bloggers, uh, Bluehost may not be the right answer. But if you're not writing viral blog posts, Bluehost is fine. Um, we have an affiliate link if you want to help me out. You can click it in the show notes for signing up for Bluehost. So I am an affiliate, uh, and I also have an affiliate link for Divi, actually. Um, so you can sign up for them as well. Other good hosts that are in the same um, pricing range as Bluehost is DreamHost. Uh, I may dig up an affiliate link for them too, but I've heard, I haven't personally had any experience with DreamHost, so I can't recommend them in that regard. But I do have friends who I respect who have had good uh, positive experiences with DreamHost. And it's another shared host in that same kind of category. Uh, So yeah, to sign up with Bluehost, you just click the link in the show notes or click the link on our website or just go to bluehost.com and click sign up. And they just step you through it one step after another all the way through uh, setting up your uh, website. It's a big wizard. It's very easy. And then what you would do is you would, if you had Divi, you would upload 
your Divi theme to your website. And Divi has step-by-step instructions on how to do that. It's uh, really easy. In fact, we'll put the three steps in the show notes. <laughs> so uh, I'm not, I won't give them to you here because I, I don't think that's interesting podcast material, but you just go to appearance themes, add theme, and then you're done. And the, the, the other thing, Thomas, just, just real quick, again, for, uh, uh, for those of our listeners that aren't tech and are going uh, even now going, uh, wow, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm a little intimidated. Use this very simple trick. There's, the, <laughs> there's this website called, uh, YouTube and you can go to YouTube these days and literally type just about anything you want to learn. And you can get three or four different people teaching you how to do this. So Bluehost in particular, that's where my domains for my author site are, are at this point and they have great support material but also youtube where you can type in and get great support on wordpress on setting this up on using divi elegant themes has good support so really if you're saying oh boy i just don't know about that the support is there it is out there for you that's right and i'm actually been thinking about setting up my own step-by-step guide on how to do this like a video so if you'd be interested in that yeah let us know what you may shoot out an email uh with a link to that video to all of the novel marketing insiders so you can become an insider for free at novelmarketing.com we'll send you i will make a tutorial video on how to do this so a couple more things to buy uh for our 423 dollar website uh, the next one is My Book Table Pro. Now, full disclosure, my company makes My Book Table. And even more full disclosure, you can actually get this plugin for free uh, if you just get the regular version of My Book Table, which is actually what I recommend. I recommend starting off with the free version. And then if you're happy with it, you can add the pro features because the free version of My Book Table is still incredibly powerful. So what's cool about, and I was actually really excited. We just got featured, My Book Table is featured on the most recent uh, issue of the advanced writing easing, which uh, to get on the Randy recommend section, you can't ask for it. It has to be Randy <laughs> organically. And he was building a website with my book yeah. table and fell in love with it. And so he recommended us, uh, which is really exciting. Uh, but what does my book table do? It helps you build out book pages uh, that follow the industry best practices that we actually developed while building author websites. So these are book pages that you know people want to buy the book after they've engaged with the page and rank well on Google and are well organized into your site. So especially if you have multiple uh, books, my book table is very helpful. If you have only one book, you can basically just do it in Divi if you want to. Where my book table really shines is when you have multiple books. It helps connect them. You know, you can have genres and you can have books in a series and uh, it, it just scales really well. Uh, and it uh, will you can create buttons to buy on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and all the other bookstores. And it integrates with all of those affiliate programs. But again, if you just have one book, you might as well just copy and paste the link for each one individually. You don't have to, it doesn't help save you any time if you have an affiliate program. But if you have say five books or 50 books, my book table is a total life changer. But uh, the free version is still really helpful and people will use it to make beautiful book pages uh, for an individual book. And the other plugin that I'm recommending, oh, and last pitch, uh, our patrons have a special patrons only coupon code to save 25%. So your uh, $2 patronage level will save you, you know, 10, 10 bucks <laughs> uh, or 
seven bucks, whatever 25% is of $50. So, but it's more than $2. So you, you're spending money. To save money. <laughs> yeah, I don't do math live on the air. Uh, it always gets me into trouble. I don't do it off the air. So good for you, Thomas. Yeah. Uh, so the, the final thing uh, to get is something called my book progress. And this is another one of our plugins that we built for authors. Uh, this also has a free version. So you actually can spend a lot less than what we're recommending. If you got the one year of Divi, and you got the free version of my book table and my book progress, you'd be spending, you know, half this much money is what we're recommending. So you really don't have to spend a lot of money to have an amazingly beautiful and powerful website. But what my book progress does is it allows you to show the progress of your upcoming book, your work in progress. And you're like, why should I put this on your website? Well, it's the number one or number two reason people are visiting your website. It's what readers are looking for. And I have found myself going back repeatedly to websites that have good progress bars of authors that I like. So Brandon Sanderson, you hear me talk about him a lot on this show. His website was the inspiration of this plugin because as a reader, I was like, when is the next Brandon Sanderson book coming out? I go to his website. He's got a progress bar and like estimated dates and be like, oh, okay. And then two months later, I'm like, when is the next Brandon Sanderson book coming out? And I go to his website and check the progress, see if we're still in progress. And uh, it's what readers want. So part of the reason why I developed this plugin or had my team develop this plugin is so that as a reader, I would be able to find this information because <laughs> for authors who don't use my book progress, most of them have no information about upcoming books. It's very irritating uh, for me as a reader. So this be nice to your readers. And what we did with my book progress is we also built out this really powerful dashboard to help you stay on track with your writing. So if you have a writing goal of writing 50,000 words in a month, let's say you're doing NaNoWriMo, it will keep track on a daily basis how you're doing. So as you're updating your readers on your progress, you're also updating yourself to see if you're ahead of, ahead of schedule or behind schedule. And your readers can actually give you nudges of little encouragement notes. So they see the progress bar, there's a little button they can click to send you a nice note to encourage you to keep writing and a button they can click to get on your email list to be notified when your book comes out. So it can help you sell more books when the time comes. So those are the plugins. Uh, we do have some more information about websites that's really important uh, about, you know, what do you do once you have these tools? But first, we have a featured patron. Jim? Lucia's Renaissance is our featured patron of the week by C.I. Peterso. Here's the pitch for the book. And this is intriguing. Uh, they did a good job describing this. Heresy is fatal in late Renaissance Italy. So only a suicidal zealot would so much as whisper the name of Martin Luther. But after Luther's ideas ignite a young girl's faith, faith she must choose to either abandon her beliefs or risk her life in the turbulent world of late 16th century Italy. Lucia's Renaissance and the in the show notes, you'll see a link where you can go and buy this book. And uh, thank you so much for being a patron of the Novel Marketing Podcast. If you want to be a patron of Novel Marketing, uh, you don't have to have your book featured. Only the highest, most expensive patronage level has your book featured on the show. So there are lower levels where you get all of the bonus episodes. Uh, so I know some people are nervous about featuring their book or they don't have a book to feature yet. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you can become a patron without that. In fact, you'll save some money. Uh, and you can find out more about that at novelmarketing.com. Okay, so we told you at the open that we were going to tell you one element of your website that we highly recommend you hire out to set the stage. Let me ask you guys, have you ever 
heard of a hole in the wall restaurant. Well, of course you have. And you've probably eaten at a hole in the wall restaurant where you say to your friends, oh my gosh, it is nothing to look at. Really, it's nothing to look at. And it's tucked away hole in the wall where you you have a hard time finding it. But my gosh, you have to go there and eat because the food is incredible. And we love finding those places and we frequent those places. Now, Let's say there's another restaurant in town and oh my gosh, the outside of the building is gorgeous and and you see it from the freeway. I mean, you can't miss this thing. They get lots of visual traffic um, and the appeal, the decor, everything about this restaurant is just first class, but you go in and the food is just, <laughs> it's just mediocre to lousy. Which restaurant is going to succeed? Well, it's obvious that the hole in the wall restaurant is going to succeed in spite of its lack of decor and hard to find and all those types of things. And you probably see where I'm going with this analogy. Um, If your website is not branded well, if you don't know your brand, if you don't know how to write website copy and you don't know how to develop your content, the prettiest, most inexpensive site in the world is going to do you no good. And, and, um, I'm saying this, I do this. This is, this is part of how I make a living. I help authors do this. So it sounds self-serving, but don't hire me. You don't have to hire me, but hire somebody. Unless you are a branding expert and you understand this, you really do need someone to come in and help you develop your identity, your branding, who you are, graphically, visuals, all these kind of things. The words on the page of your website and how they're presented are much more important than the beauty of it. So I'm going to push back on a little bit of that. So first off, I totally agree about content being king. Uh, Ugly websites with good content beat pretty websites with bad content every day. Now, obviously, we all want to have a beautiful website with good content. I will say, though, that if you're just getting started and you can't afford a branding expert, you can do it yourself uh, if you understand how to think about websites. So with a book, you have to get it perfect and then you release it and typically no changes happen. That's not what a website is like. A website is like building a relationship and it starts off you know, not very much of something, but over time it gets better and better and better. So don't feel like you have to have figured it all out all at once and you, know, you can't afford a branding expert. That doesn't mean don't have a website. It just means continue working on your website. The mentality needs to be continuous improvement. And the very best websites are constantly evolving, which is why having something like WordPress and Divi are so helpful because you're able to go in and make constant tweaks. Uh, so you're not having to you know, pay a big sum of money every couple of years to update your website. That's a really rough way to go about it. It's much better for you to be involved actively building your website. And I'm really excited the technology is finally there for you to do that because it wasn't that way back when I was a kid, you know, even just a few years ago, uh, changing the look of your site was something you had to have a professional do for you. And there are still advantages to hiring professionals because they have that professional eye, but don't let the perfect be the better, you know, the impediment of the good. And oftentimes uh, your branding person will use what you've done poorly as a starting point to make it better. Uh, and it's a lot easier to start from something than it is to start with a blank page. Yes. So I'll agree with you kind of as well, Thomas. And by that, I mean, yes, get it up there, but, but do not say, okay, great. I'm going to, I'm going to build this website and I'm going to use what I know and put the website up and stop. If you choose to do it on your own without having somebody look at your content or develop your content or critique that commit to becoming a marketing 
and branding expert. It's not going to happen overnight and that's fine, but you can go back through the novel marketing shows and pick up a lot of this information and start applying it and start working with it. But if you're going to commit to doing your website on your own, fantastic, but also commit to truly becoming a student of marketing and a student of branding and identity so that you can eventually wind up with a restaurant where the food is fantastic and looks as good, uh, eats as good as the outside of the building. I'm not sure that metaphor worked. <laughs> no, it's a great <laughs> metaphor. And we actually have a four part series on branding that you can find at novelmarketing.com. So we have a step one, step two, step three, step four approach uh, to branding if you're wanting help with that. In fact, all of these things, we give you the goods. <laughs> so uh, we're not holding any information um, captive. This It's all available. And uh, we get a lot of feedback from people who listen to the old episodes. And I will say there's even more episodes on novelmarketing.com than there are um, on the feed. So in your podcast app, it only shows the last, I think, 75 episodes, but we've done 144. So uh, we are releasing, if you're a patron, you get a bundle episode every um, month with uh, a bundle of episodes on a certain topic. And we have a bundle coming up on branding and a bundle coming up on websites. I don't remember which month uh, they're coming up on, but uh, those are coming up. And, and uh, if you're wanting more on those things, uh, stay tuned. Indeed. So the sponsor of this episode of the Novel Marketing Podcast is the academy that my son Taylor and I developed, the Rubart Writing Academy. And we just recently opened up our next dates. It's going to be October 25th through the 28th. So if you really are ready for your publishing dreams to come true and you want to learn the pillar of marketing and branding in depth specifically for you. If you want to learn the business side, if you want to learn um, how to stay motivated and encouraged and inspired, if you really want to drill down into what your identity is as a writer, we would love to have you. Uh, we only do nine students because it's very intimate. It's held in a home. It builds community and it allows Taylor and I to develop a, to develop a specific plan um, for you individually. So that's why we have to limit it. Um, and you can find out everything you need to know by going to rubartwritingacademy.com. And if you're new to the podcast, that's R-U-B-A-R-T, rubartwritingacademy.com. And how many, how many slots are still left with that? Oh, yeah. Thank you for saying that. We've already had three go. So um, if you are interested, I would encourage you to check it out sooner than later. So six um, I've six had, slots left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that math correct. Four other people have contacted me um, in the last couple of days saying I'm very interested. So uh, again, I, I would I would jump on this sooner or later if you're interested. And if you want to call and talk to me about it, I'm very open to that as well. You can email me and we can set up a time to, to chat with, about your specific questions. You've been listening to James L. Rubard and Thomas Umstead Jr. on the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing offline, online, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening.